Okay, let's go to page two of the handout with the Gemara and Shabbos. Just to go over what we're going to be quoting a lot in the Nechtam Elio. <coughs> we saw last night the influence of Mars and the other planets and the Machlekes, whether Yesh Mazli Yisrael, Yisrael, Rashi says clearly, Yesh Mazli Yisrael means Tefillin Staka won't change it. Tefillin Staka will do a lot of other good things like bring what's supposed to be and protect from the adverse effect of Averis, but it's not going to change the core mission, if we'll say, with the core tools, set of tools. The Shita of Rabbi Yechanan, Rav, and Shmuel, possibly Rav, we'll see soon, is a Mazli Yisrael, and Rashi said, I de Tfilas Chus Mishtana Mazla Taiva. As Tesis already mentioned, and we'll see in Mind Cotton, that might not be that easy to do, and often the answer will be no, but it's not good for you, but it technically can be changed. The Rai of Rav was from Abmavinu, if you look at page two, just to briefly say, outside the Gemara goes to discuss three different mices. Again, according to Ramban, this was a Davapashit, certainly in the ancient world, that there were Chaldeem and others who were expert astrologers. Astrologers didn't get everything right, but they certainly were taking an educated guess. The Maisa with Shmuel, who knew a thing or two or three about stars, was an expert astronomer. He said the uh, skies were like the streets. I know them like the back of my hand. And he was sitting with Avleit, who was a known astrologer and a chacham of the Gaim. Uh, a few Gemaras he's mentioned with Avleit. And they were sitting and discussing whatever they were discussing. And a battalion of workers walked by on their way out to work. They were going to the swamp to cut reeds, which was, for laborers, a common activity. And Avleit looked up and pointed to a fellow and said, you see that guy, he's not coming back tonight, unfortunately. And Shmuel commented, well, it depends. If he's a Yid, he, Gemara says he will come back, probably meant he might come back depending on his chusim. Obviously, Avleit saw in the stars, maybe knew when he was born, that today was going to be his last day. And sure enough, they're there at 5.15 as they're marching back. Must have been having some very important meeting. And this fellow is in line with the troops coming back. And Avleit is surprised, although not shocked because he knew Shmuel. And he knew already there was a chance that if he is a Yid, apparently he was a Yid, and he came back. So Avleit jumps up, runs over to him, and takes the sack of reeds, his days of, whole day's work, and he takes the backpack and throws it on the ground. He's looking for something. And sure enough, all the reeds are on the ground, and there's a snake cut in half. Which means as he was swinging his machete, or whatever he was swinging, he cut the reeds, but good. And one big snake that was about to bite him and kill him. So Avleit was right, and Shmuel was right. The mazel was there. The stars weren't joking. Fate would have that this would be his last day, and Shmuel 
went over to him and said, what did you do today? So he said, well, we have uh, an Indian in the Chabura. It's a nice uh, minig picture all the guys with their hard hats and they're sitting in the tuna fish sandwich. He says, instead of making lunch a uh, mundane activity, we actually have a custom. I don't know, it's a mixture of Yidin and Gayim, but there was, there was a chavit. They worked together. And every day by lunch, they would have one guy go around with a sack and everybody would throw their lunch in and then they'd split everything evenly. Very nice minig. That way some people had more. These are day laborers. They're not wealthy, to say the least. And... Uh, that way they got to share and everybody had what to eat and nice time was had by all. So the fellow said that today I noticed one guy didn't have any bread. He didn't bring any bread, probably because he couldn't afford it. And I knew that he'd be very embarrassed. He looked like he was growing uncomfortable as lunch started becoming uh, more on the agenda. And I figured I would take it into my own hands. I volunteered to go around with a sack, and I went around, picture 20 guys, and when I came to him, I made it, he looked like he dropped something in, guess he holds a sack, and you know, go like that for a minute, and nobody was the wiser, and I put in an extra loaf for myself, and we split it all, and saved them from Busha, and Shmuel said, unbelievable schus, so he made an announcement, Staka tatzil is not stami, from a misa mashun to regular misa, but from misa to life. Interesting Misa, because that is the same Misa we know already quoted from the Abikiv and his daughter. It sounds like the Zchutzestaka isn't good enough in these cases to be like from last week or the month before. Both Misa told on the page were, what would you do today? Sounds like it had to be something of protection today. Doesn't mean, I'm sure, years of giving Zchutzestaka and whatever the Zchutzestaka count, but apparently... Has to be often it has to be something right there. You know, we give stalker before davening. About the davening, you give stalker. Ah, so I'm giving another dollar, another quarter. Is it Indian to have something right before you're about to do something or something that might happen? So Shmuel understood, that's the right that Shmuel holds like a Ra, that Amaz the Israel can be changed with Schus and Mutfila. And then the Gemara goes to tell the most famous Maisu that Bekiv and his daughter, which we discussed already, and we'll go back to discuss, I'm sure, where the astrologers volunteered to Rabbi Kiva, his daughter, Nebuchadnezzar, would die, and they told from a snake bite, the night of her chuppah. And Rabbi Kiva was very nervous, but didn't tell her. We had various explanations why. And the next day, he was very happy to see her, relieved and happy. And he asked her, what'd you do? He says, well, the day of the chassin, it's very busy, and Ani was knocking the door, it was so busy in the house, nobody even heard him, and I noticed he was there, and I gave away my lunch. By the way, just Derech Agav, it sounds like they didn't have the minig then that Kalas fasted the day of the chassin, just Derech Agav. The jury still has a machlik, as the minig is, Ashkenazim do its fridom, don't have the minig in the first place, not the chassin or the kala. And the riot they have, Different rayas, Asav, married Machlis, got a kapara. Well, he would have gotten a kapara had he done some tshuva, but he apparently left out the part about davening of the chuppah and the vidu and everything. And he um, he would have been aligned, hence the name Machlis, for a machila. We learned from that one of the makaris that Chasanakala may reach this new plateau in life, this new change in their matzav. It's like a Yom Kippur for them. So the makaris say it about the Chasan. We extrapolate to the Kala because she's getting married also, but the Peskim say it's not as chomer, and often when the Chassan Kala asks me if the Kala's not a good faster, she's more nervous, and uh, 
she is looking for a cool there's more to make about the Kalb Mechassan if there's Sephardim they don't have the meaning in the first place although I'm sure a lot of Sephardim in America are doing it today just interesting that apparently she said she gave away her meal apparently she was about to about to eat it and she didn't she had the Schuss and Rabbi Kiva also went out and announced Taka Tatsil Mimovis the third Maisa with Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, who became the famous great Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. But when he was a child, his mother told him that, well, his mother was told by the Kadian that he's going to be a Ganav, and she was very nervous about it. She didn't tell him again, notice the theme, didn't tell him exactly what she heard, possibly because that might become a self-fulfilling prophecy if he says, ah, oh, you know, I have an tea already, I'm, I'm finished. So she just told him, Davin, to have Yerushamayim all the time, good message for any child and keep your yarmulke on your head all the time yarmulke, your hood, your hat and he did that and the Gemara ends off with the Maisa right before the Mishnah that he was learning under a tree and the wind blew off his yarmulke he looked up the decal it wasn't his and he hopped the taiva to steal a date and he climbed up and took a big bite now I don't know if that happened as Rav Nachman by Yitzchok the grown uh, the grown Tamachacham but in the formative years, if you have an atiyah and you don't conquer with a lot of tefillah and a lot of habitual training, it's going to stay with you. If you conquer it, it could be changed. A midah could be changed. And that's the, again, Amos the Yisrael, that it was in the stars, but he over, was able to overcome it with tremendous yad shmaya. Tefillah, his mother's tefillah, his tefillah. Kamar makes it clear, his mother never told him what he's being careful about. She told him a generic just dive in for Yerushalayim and keep this yarmulke on your head. It's a schooler for Yerushalayim, which is one of the makaris of wearing a yarmulke. And it is a schooler for Yerushalayim, a yarmulke, a hat, a turban, or whatever he was wearing. Okay, so that is the Ahmed Bey's on Kufnun Vav. And let's go to page three. I want to show you inside the Gemara and Mind Cutting, which Tesis is quoting. And after this, we'll have enough ammunition to begin the Mikhtam Elio. Amar Rava, the middle of the Ahmed, Chavches Menal from Maid Katan. Amar Rava. Chaye Bani Umezani Lebeschus Atayim Milsa, Lebamaz Atayim Milsa. Again, the three main things, we dive for many things, but if you have to take three categories, Chaye is longevity, health, life, Bani is children, Mezaine is Parnasa. Lebeschus Atayim Milsa, Lebamaz Atayim Milsa. Now, schusim play a large role. As you mentioned, you've got to dive in, you got to generate schusim because due to Averis, you need extra kapara, extra help, and things can be held back. Nothing happens without tefillah and without Averis Hashem. You've got to do Averis Hashem because Hashem told you so, but it also generates the schusim by Lamazed, so you can have more kalim, which is what will be the focus of our conversation. So, lo Mazel again means the tools you're going to have to fulfill your tachas l'chaim. And therefore, the fact that you're missing some of these doesn't mean you're missing it. It means it's not supposed to be there necessarily. And it's not part of your job description, and therefore it's not part of the kalim that we give you to fulfill your job. What's his raya? So Rava not only is telling us a very important hashkaf l'chaim, and as we'll see in Tesis again, Rava might be with Rav, Rabbi Yechonah, and Shmuel, the Amaz, the Yisrael, but he's telling you the fallback position is the mazel is the mazel. You can change it sometimes. And if you look around, basically, Tzadik, Rala, Rosh, don't get for tumult, don't get confused, don't get down, because he's going to give an example, not of Rosh, Vitevla, Tzadik, Rala, that's especially painful. 
And there the Gemara says, the Russia, whatever good he did, Hashem wants to pay back in this world because he doesn't deserve the next world. And a tzaddik, whatever bad he did, the Anish in this world is a better deal, not that we look for it. Here we're going to compare tzaddik v'raloi and tzaddik v'toivloi. And Rava had a front row seat. Two people he was closest to, two Amaram he was closest to, were Rabba and Rav Chizda. And he saw a work of tremendous contrast. Can you imagine what he witnessed? He, he grew up with this, he became the mature Gadladar, the next Dar, and he saw this, and Baruch Hashem, he was Rava, he didn't get confused, he was able to formulate this klal that Daha, one of the many proofs. Daha Rabba Rav Chizda, two Gedali Adar in the generation before. Tavai Rabban and Tzadikah have it. Besides the Gedali Adar, the Gaidim and learning, they are both genuine Tzadikim and has to go together. And Arai of the Tzitkas, Mar Matzli Va'ase Mitra, Mar Matzli Va'ase Mitra. Whenever there was a drought, a famine, each one davened and the rain came down. The Tefillah was very effective a sign of Tzitkus. And yet, here comes the contrast, of Chizda Chaya Tishin V'tar Chizda lived to a ripe old age of 92. That was old for those times. Rabba Chaya Arbaim. Rabba lived to 40. Rabba was from Bezeli. Gemara doesn't spell that out, but we know that. And that's part of the secret over here, is that mazel is, what is your job description? Where's the neshama coming from? What's your family backdrop? From Bezeli, 40 was already good. Because of his godless, he lived to 40. So it's not a kasha. He's not asking kasha. He's showing you, don't think about this too deeply, because you have to know a lot of history of where the neshama is coming from, where the family is coming from, his chusavis, his job description. There's so many millions of factors that go into this. So you can't say it's not fair. Be'erav Chizda, second contrast, same to Amaram. Be'erav Chizda, Shisin Halule, 60 Simchas. Be'erav Shisin Tichli, 60 tragedies. Again, 60 is used as a number for a lot. Does not mean Dafka 60s, it could, but it means the polar opposite in terms of if you're looking from the outside, you'd wonder where the justice, where the justice is. You have two tzaddikim if you know them both. Didn't bother Rava, and our training in life, learning about Bittach and Amunah, shouldn't bother us. Be'erav Chizda, he's very wealthy. They had fine flour for the dogs, and they had leftover. Be'erava Nama Desari, in Rava's house, they had barley bread that was considered almost animal food. They couldn't even find that. So here you have the contrast to Gedele Adar, wealthy, poor, longevity. And sickness, Le'elenu, and tragedy, and Simcha, same generation, same country, same job. They're both Rosh Hashivas, and completely different, uh, different matzav. And they both accomplished the same thing, by the way. The Messiah is through Rabbi Ram Chizda. You look at the Gemara of that generation, Amaram. That was it. The entire Messiah, in learning and a godless and a Batsatera, they both reached the absolute max of what you could do in that entire generation <laughs> under very different circumstances. So, you see from here, among many other things we're going to discuss, is that there's no excuse. You know, Rabba could have said, so I don't know, I keep trying to do the same thing. My good chaver, and there was no one, uh, they were close, and like this was, they were leading Christ all together. And the fact that every day brought something drastically different uh, didn't, 
it didn't phase Rabbah and didn't move Rav Chizda. That's the also could have. If you watch this happen to your friend, this is difficult. It didn't change the outcome, which is uh, Pella. What? Lapum Tzaragor always dictates there's more schari do it under a situation of tragedy and pressure. However, the answer could be yes or. I don't, obviously don't want to take sides uh, and don't want to even guess at something like this. Never put your head between Hare Kaidish. With that said, the way Akash Baruch Hu Mistama sets it up is that somebody who has the resume like Rabba coming from Beis Eli and Akash Baruch Hu knows what his mazel is, what his fate is, what his uh, toolbox will have, will give him more kayach to withstand it. Did I say that balanced enough? <laughs> that doesn't mean if Chizda was weaker in any area. This wasn't, if it's not your Nisayan, then you're going to have a more difficult time with it. Rabba had this set of Nisayanis, and every category had it very, very difficult. Uh, he was also created with more Kayach to handle it. Well, the Peshatim, they say, why Sarimeno died after hearing about the Akedah, and Rabba, and uh, Rabba. Uh, <laughs> Avram Avinu went to the Akedah. He almost did the Akedah. So, how can that be? Sorry, man, who was every inch a boundless bitachan and a greater nevi'ah. So some answer, it wasn't her nisayan. Begs the question, so why did Sutton get a chance to pull a stunt like that and what gave him the kayach? Again, we discussed that on the separate cover. It wasn't her nisayan. Couldn't deal with it. So it's very hard, impossible, to understand what somebody's going through and it's also hard to understand in a good way how can they handle that and we think... Like, how can somebody handle that? I can't picture with all our understanding and my knowledge of the Holocaust how somebody could survive in Auschwitz for five minutes, let alone there were people who were there for years. Not many. That we can't uh, just, if you know anything about it, you can't be masochic. How can somebody survive this for five minutes? How can somebody survive the trip to Auschwitz? Does every account of the trip make sense now? How can, how can somebody be normal after that? But he has the Nisayan, and apparently uh, with the Nisayan brings the uh, kayach, and if you couldn't handle it, it wouldn't be an assignment for you. And if you didn't survive, that means the whatever kapar it was, it was, but if you did, obviously you're given the special kayach to handle. So, it's hard to answer. So, yeah, the answer to your question is, I'm not sure, because it could be they were just as great, and Rabba was given a much more difficult job, but also given reinforcement for it, whereas Avchizda didn't need that reinforcement in that category. What's the connection to that strength and, and the ability to get the like, the, the psaq? They both gave Rabbah and Mechizah. They both accomplished the same thing in learning. They both were the Gedele the, the bearers of the Messiah and giving psaq all the time. So what does that to do with... How, how does that translate? To? It doesn't. The is that if that you have to figure out what your job is and do your job no matter what's going on around you. That's, that's the Yisrael over here. And it doesn't make a difference. Stipler has a famous letter. There's many famous letters. You had to uh, mention the different year. I, uh, I sat with the stipler. It was something to behold. And the stipler had some one of his letters. Somebody was asking for chizuk. I have so many issues with my family and my children and my grandchild. This thing and that. And stipler wrote him back, very stark, but it was a big chiz. You have to know who you're saying this to and who can handle this. He said, if I would start thinking about all my problems and what's going on with my extended family, I wouldn't learn a thing. Basically, we're wrong with the 
of his. If you're waiting for things to calm down in life, you're in the wrong world. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and your job is to just learn and do Avedis Hashem and work on your bitachin and help people and do stock of a chesed. And the fact that there's a lot going on around you is irrelevant. Sometimes that's easier, sometimes more difficult, but that's the whole you say. And by the way, there are people who learn this very well. Do you ever speak to anybody who fought in an army in a real war? Do you ever speak to a fighter pilot who was on a mission? They have Hadas for 10 seconds. They're dead. Rahman al So how do they do it? The answer is they can be bullets flying, people dropping around you. They can be people shooting you. You've got to focus on one thing, and I'm here to do a job. If I start to worrying about this, that, and the other thing, I'm here to do a job. So we're fighting one long Muhammad. The difference is the, the pilots, usually the mission's over after seven <laughs> minutes. Uh, so we only got 70 years, 120 years, 150 years, whatever they But it's all about focus, keeping your eye on the ball for the Americans here. Yes? I don't know if he accomplished the same amount in terms of, I didn't measure who learned more blot. I know, nobody learned more blot. They both were the bearers of the Messiah. Everybody, they were both giving over shots backwards and forwards. But I don't know who actually learned more hours or Chizal learned more hours. That's kind of push it. I don't know. Again, I didn't give any for heads, but we know they're basically in the same league. I don't know who had an edge. I don't know if anybody had an edge. But the two G'dayli Adar who handed over the Messiah, Shas goes down through two or three individuals every generation. Generation before Rabba was, was, was before Rava was Rabba and Rabchizda, and that's why Rava was so amazed that he, Rava was not, Rava to buy a next, next generation. So Rava grew up with this, he saw this, that's amazing. Says, These two people carried Klai Yisrael, gave over the home of Sarah, and look at the, look at the difference. So we'll never know, we know who learned more hours, we'll never know who knew slightly more in one area, the other area, we, not a healthy idea to compare. Who knew more? Rav Shmuel. Well, they knew approximately the same. And Psach, it happens to be, we have like Rav, more or less, be Zerah Shmuel, Badines, they specialize in something, but, uh, and they're Klolem, Rav, and Chizda, but, you know, we're talking about the two Gudelia there. So yes, it is, it is amazing. In 40 years, all that was accomplished. And you marvel, you look at the Shach, who not only lived a very short life, very fulfilling, the shach. Shach is, I don't have to explain who the shach is. The shach wrote like part of his work, running away from the Cossacks or Tachva, whatever he was, uh, like he had no menucha. They were, they were killing people left, right, and center, and he's on a carriage running from town, he's writing the shach. Shach. He's in his 30s when he's there. You look at the shach, it's just, it's, it's scary. And yeah, the, the Arizal, yeah, Kahena, Kahena. So it doesn't surprise me that uh, all this is done in 40 years. And he was given the Kalim to accomplish what he's supposed to accomplish, and he did it well. Rava's just marveling at the fact that uh, you can have such a dichotomy and have nothing to do with it, Sitkus, clearly. Taisus, Bamaz Natalia Milsa. Taisus right across. Hikshu. So why does Rava say definitively that it's all pre-written? 
Tyson is insinuating we pass like Rab Shemol or Rabbi Echnaim Azli Yisrael, which we do, as even insinuating the Rav should hold like that. So what do we do with that Gemara? Yeshlam Radafamim Mishtana Famim. Mishtana Aidei Mazom Kihano Dahasam. You can change it. Not easy, not always. Pamim, and then Tesis adds, be careful, Pamim Shem Mishtana. You can sometimes dive in and ask and generate schusim and it's all great for your Elam Haba and your relationship with the Kosh Baruch Hu. It's not going to change anything for your own good. Kedarmina Betainis. This is one of the most Peladika Gemaras on this sugya. Gemara Tainis talks about Belezer Bepadas. So Belezer Bepadas from the Gedele Adar. And different levels that were Tanamana more and more wealthy. Many of them just had enough to eat and some so poor they couldn't uh, rub two pennies together and every day was a struggle. Rebbe Badas was among the, those who didn't have what to eat kamat. And it was so bad, and he was such a high madrega, you can imagine how bad it was, it was so bad, he asked the Kosh Baruch once, I'm not uh, looking, obviously, to make money, uh, I just, it would be easier for my learning, could I have some panasa? And the Kosh Baruch answered Rebbe Badas, already a conversation between Rebbe Badas and the Kosh Baruch that's pretty good. So, Akash Baruch Hu said, would you like me to destroy the world and start again? If I do that, maybe if I start again, maybe, you'll be born in a mazel of Panasa. What is that? That shows you how difficult it is to change sometimes. Sometimes it's easy. The message over here was that this is not just a side thing to give you more schala pumsaragra. This is an inherent part of your tachzachayim to be mekai Hashem Shemayim under these circumstances. So if you want to change that, why does Hashem have to destroy the world and start again? Because every neshama and every job on earth has to do, as I mentioned before, with five million circumstances on where he is, who he is interacting with, the generations before. I'd have to unravel the whole Bria and start again, and then maybe your neshama will be in a matzah panasa, which means not happening in plain English. The answer was no. He was actually to get the message. And he survived, didn't die. Didn't die of salvation, which was just very, very difficult. And that's Tesis Raya. Sometimes the answer is that's not your job. Maybe you'll be born at a time under the uh, job description, what we're calling a mazel, that you'll be time, a time in Mazeni, and that, that time doesn't mean getting wealthy necessarily. But that was Kula Haivulai, which means the answer is no. One of the million-dollar questions in the sugya. We already see it can change. It's not so easy. It depends on what you're asking for. As we started discussing yesterday, one of the big questions is, should we be davening for change? Should we be asking for change? If this is the way it is, then that's our job description. These are the tools. Why should we ask for change? And question number two is, if we ask, uh, when should we stop davening? How long should we give it? A year, two years, ten years, twenty years? I mind you, the Imos and Chana. Davin sometimes for decades, depending on which one. Each one had a different time frame. They would have stopped the day earlier. They wouldn't have gotten it. So I'll tell you where we don't have a rule is that is you have the right to daven for 50 years and keep davening. The davening, if you know the answer might be no and you don't have tainas, the davening will always bring you closer to the Kosh Baruch Hu because tefillahs are powerful. If they're not used over here, they'll be used for somebody else. They'll be used in a different circumstance. The tefillah is never lost. However, if a person wants to stop after davening for, let's say, he always wanted to have a little more money because he's struggling and he wants to get more stuck on, he wants to build yeshivas, whatever L'shem Shemaim he wants, and 35 years, it still didn't happen. He has a right to stop. You don't have to, Baruch it doesn't have to be your only Baruch Hashem every day. 
three times a day. You have a right to stop. Do you have to stop? No. Some people have asked me about real trouble. Berchelein is usually, we hope for most people, they have money, they're not, they're not hungry, they'd like some more. Okay, understandable. Doesn't mean you have to ask. Doesn't mean you have to try to change your muzzle. And there are different things, the family dynamics, the children, this and that, and these are important to people. Do they have to spend their whole life asking for it? No. Is it, is it kfir? Is it, is it krum to drop the subject? No, it doesn't mean you're not, not a maimon. Hashem could change things. You also have a right to say, you know what, maybe it's not part of my job description. This is a dogma, just uh, fascinating. I think I, I mentioned this once. We'll close with this because I'm raising enough shilas to you think about it over Hanukkah and we will continue Mitzvah Shem after Hanukkah. There will be shir, not be shir this Sunday, but not the Sunday of Hanukkah. Uh, the, um, this mice I know firsthand, well, firsthand from the Baal Dover, uh, very chosh of a yid, Tamachacham, who um, had a number of children. It was very difficult uh, and he wanted a larger family. And there's a discussion halachically, but mashkafically, and this for our, our purposes over here, how much ishtadlis he should be doing. And he went around to a number of uh, gedolim, and he told me, the mice afterwards, he said, you know, I was surprised, but a few of them who I'm close with told me that I don't have to sit and worry about this all day. Maybe this is what HaKash Baruch Hu wants which means basically giving him a heter or maybe even a suggestion, you don't have to spend all day thinking about this and davening about this. Certain Yishavadas he had after that. It's an important nikud. They didn't tell him if you daven, you're pushing the agenda. You know, they just said, if, if you, apparently they understood his matzav ruach. They said, you don't have to. And then halachically to do a lot of the shtadlis is available today. It's certainly not, never necessary up here, even, even with no children. But that already was, wasn't his matzav. Pashas Shri Push, the answer is no. He said the first time he understood what they were saying, he his lush and he told me like he was like he was punched in the stomach. Like he he, he like that's it, I just stop. I just So then he realized, no, I have so many things, so much work on my life, so many things I can do. Instead of focusing on what I don't have, why don't I start focusing on what I can do and what I'm accomplishing? There's there's a balance there somewhere. And that's part of the issue of muzzles. I had to try to figure out what that, what that role is. These are obviously very important, deep in Yanam to people. And in Mitzvah we will begin the Rav Dessler after Hanukkah.